Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. After Combine Week, I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapoccio. With me, as always, is 40-ounce chug champion, Sam Grezis. Oh, man, yeah, no, I've got a, I've got a sub-440. I only I only managed it once, and I don't remember anything after that, but, uh, you know, I've got a pretty good time. It really wowed the scouts. Yeah, Al really. Davis was just all over the place, just like, this guy can chug. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, someone was actually asking me on uh, on Twitter. One one of our listeners was asking me what my forty time is. My like actual forty yard dash time is. Who knows that? Uh, yeah, like I don't know it. I feel like I should. Though, Who knows I, your I, own forty yard dash time? I mean, I run like uh, I'm a runner, so like I feel like that's something I should know. But well, I don't know because. That's a sprint. It's not a run. Right. That's like see, that's runners. The thing. Runner. It's a jog. You're not. You're not full sprinting. Like I can't run for shit because I have shin splint problems. Mm-hmm. But I could probably do a decent forty yard dash because I was always pretty limber and quick and short bursts. Sure. Sure. So, but I don't just know my forty time. I, I don't know. I, I. I just. I feel like that's a stat. Like. Like how much can you bench, bro? Like one of those combine stats yeah. that like. You know what? Maybe that's the difference is that if you don't know your 40 time offhand or or if you don't like know exactly like how much you can bench in one rep, like maxing out. If you don't know those stats offhand, you're not a gigantic douchebag. Seriously, if you go up to people and you start asking people their specific 40 times or how much they could bench, bruh, no, you're 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 kind of a dick. No one. Normal people do not care about that stuff. The combine, like those questions at the combine, are creepy enough as, as yeah. it is. The combine is creepy enough. It's true. Let's start with this. Mm-hmm. The combine is creepy. Every year it sort of comes around. It's just sort of like a thing that happens. And I started getting a little more into it last year. We might have talked about it last year, but the NFL combine is really, really creepy when yep. you think about it. Yep. It's, it's very odd and outside the context of what it is we'd probably be like what it's it's like it's it's kind of like a miss america pageant except even well they don't they don't pull punches on being leery about it you know like oh man look at the way he stacks his hips really really well put together look at that like look at that form man his his back is just so so strong you really, you really want. It's like, it's also kind of like a meat market, you know. It's like it's yeah. Miss America crossed with a meat market, which I guess, like, you know, sexism. Like, fucking, it's a meat market anyway. So, like, whatever. But like, I actually think it's it's worse than like Miss America pageants and like I don't know bodybuilding championships, mm-hmm. where at least oh, we're, part of bodybuilding part, championships for sure. Part of the point of those things is the appearance of the people. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like disguised as if it's not, right? Even though it is, yeah. Just like, all right, you guys, strip down to your underwear, your little Under Armour, and you're gonna work out for us. You're gonna get sweaty. You're gonna run these drills. We're just gonna, we're gonna watch you in your underwear. And then we're gonna be together, and it's gonna be so. Oh, it's scouting, scouting, baby. And it's like, it's like a whole thing where, like, it's not just that. It's just like. They're scouting them and like, then like it's it's for like no I want this one yeah I want that one all right like, all right, uh, all right. this uh, this uh. this might uh, 
I don't know if this is going to get me in trouble or anything, but it feels kind of like a slave trade. It does. I was going to say that, too. Like, it's not. It's not. And there were, like, a bunch of hot takes uh, a while ago, like, you know, when the owners are like, oh, you know, it's a bunch bunch of rich white guys, like, owning a bunch of athletic black guys. Yeah, it's a bunch of do- bunch of rich white guys sending scouts to go over to the uh, slave market to find out which dudes they think are the best. Oh my god, and it's which unpaid. ones they should bid on. Unpaid. It's, oh my god. Oh, I'm just even more creeped out than I was when we started oh, this segment. Oh, jeez, me too. Yeah, I thought I, w- I came into we were we literally were talking right before. I was like, oh, like the combine is creepy, and I was like, ha ha ha. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Weird. We can get They're jokes out of that. Now it's it, now it's like oh, actually God. like substantially weird. Yeah. Oh. Um, do we want to get off this topic or because <laughs> because I'm like I'm like uncomfortable now. I can't like. <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where we go. We're what uh, about four or five minutes into the podcast, and we've already <laughs> likened the combine to the slave trade. So yeah, so that's uh, we're starting off real strong here. We're coming out the gate hot. Let's dig in, baby. Miles mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Garrett. Uh-huh. So I wanted to bring him up because he's the one that was getting all the creepy comments. Yeah. Yeah, by, because by the, I mean, um, because owners, he is, I mean, scouts. He is insane. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I don't want to take anything away from him. He, the comments are deserved, right? It's 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 just like, oh, I've never seen something like that before. There's always that one guy every year at the combine who's just, oh yeah. wow, this dude is a freak. Oh, I haven't seen this before. Oh, and that's that's just Miles Garrett this year. I remember J Javian, to Davian Clowney being that guy a couple of years ago, just. It's just that guy who's just, oh, my God, his athleticism is so incredible. Oh, oh. And you could just see, like, the scout, like, slowly reaching into his pants. Yeah. Uh, having a good combine. Mm-hmm. John Ross had a good combine. Oh, my God. But at least for one purpose. Fucking, but, I mean, do you know the whole story behind, like, he, sure, he, he broke the 40 record, which is great. He, he ran a sub 42440. I think it was a 422. Yep. Um... And so that's awesome, and and that'll be really really cool. But do you know the kind of the other story about the the forty run? Yeah, did you see my comic today? Uh, I not not yet, not yet. I've I've been busy playing some very important video games all day. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> so I've I've missed it. But if if you would if you would like to do the honors, so before the forty that before the combine happened, Adidas. The shoe company, they came out and said, we're offering a private island. Or a million dollars, if you don't want the Worth up to a million dollars. If you beat Chris Johnson's 40-yard dash record of 4.24. That's what everybody saw. Just like, oh, wow. Okay, so somebody beats that. And obviously that record is, it's been untouched for, I think, like six or seven years at Mm -hmm. this point. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's it was already like blisteringly fast, running forty yards in four point two four seconds. Like yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty damn un- unheard incredible. of. Anyway, John Ross, a wideout from Washington, ran a four twenty two, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, "Oh my God, John Ross won an island." He didn't. He did win the island because it turns out Adidas had a little bit of a little contract stipulation, some little. Fine, fine print, print down there. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, you have to beat the forty-yard dash while wearing this specific pair of Adidas shoes. While wearing, yeah, while wearing Adidas. 
God. And, and, and well, and that wasn't it. Like, if it was just that, like, maybe it's... But other than that, it was like, you have to enter into an exclusive Adidas sponsorship contract. Adidas yeah. can take the island away from you at any time if you, like, get too Like, they, they don't have the island ready. They're, like, offering to eventually get the island when it was, you know, available. Right. Right. Yeah, it was it was yeah, it was an endorsement deal uh for the 2017 season and um and Adidas always had the option to take the island back. So here's the funny part. Adidas ends up playing themselves here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because of this stupid little contract stipulation and the fact that they were really only advertising like, "Oh, you get an island." Nobody was really reading the fine print because right. who reads fine print? John Ross wins this, but he's wearing Nike shoes. Mhm. So Adidas, so everybody immediately freaks out. Did John Ross win an island? Adidas has to come out and be like, um, uh, well, yeah, like, what are you actually, do? yeah, uh, we can't give him the island because he wasn't wearing our shoes, which basically just kind of makes Adidas look like a shithead. Yeah. Well, like they... Adidas like, oh, 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 now everyone's reading our contract in a little bit more detail and realizing that we're not actually offering something great and all that other stuff. And then... It just offers up Nike like a golden platter to just swoop in and be like, guess what? We have no problem with you being a Nike endorsement. Mm-hmm. So Nike gets this, basically stole all the glory because they signed John Ross. So John Ross yeah. gets this endorsement deal from Nike. May have even gotten a bigger endorsement deal because of what he did. So Adidas went in got getting all the publicity for this, this island promotion giveaway, and they end up playing themselves, and Nike comes away basically with the guy with the note and everyone's like adidas you're dumb yeah well they i mean the thing is they made a bet that is a stupid bet the the whole reason people do it's the same thing as like you know the 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 pizza hut shoes that are never going to be made that you can order by like tapping the the tongue or whatever that darren Ravel has a pair of or whatever because of course he does it's it's those kind of like publicity stunts that you don't really yeah. have to act they, on. They banked that nobody was actually going to beat the record. Right. And then you can say like, oh, we were going to give away an island. People are talking about Adidas and it's it's fun and no one really gets like, it doesn't really matter except more people are talking about Adidas. But then here comes fucking John Ross. Right, and just just ruining everything by being. I bet when I bet when he ran that uh, record, everyone at Adidas was like, "Fuck, yeah, <laughs> yeah." Well, they well they, they were like, "Fuck," and then they looked at his shoes, and then they were like, "Oh." Well, apparently, fuck. Uh, Ross signed the the deal with Nike before he ran it, which was why he was wearing Nike shoes. Oh, okay, okay. So it was already kind of like too late, mm-hmm. but still, when you see a guy actually beat the record you realize everyone's going to be talking about you now and you're you're just sitting there with your dick out and dick in your hand like oh crap Mm -hmm. now what yeah what what do we do now this just came back to bite us in the ass woof 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 speaking of 40s and speaking of your comic um rich eisen's 40 time respectable 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 it was uh it was just above a six i think yeah 6.02 yeah which is which is not bad i don't think it's his best but no. i think it might be like his second best or something rich rich eisen his like he's always been in in pretty good shape but in recent years i think he's been really kind of 
working hard. This is actually. I don't know why they don't let him run in like athletic gear. They really. Why do they should. always make him run in a suit? Like I, I feel he could definitely get under under six, six seconds if they let him run in like athletic shorts. I, I completely, like completely agree with that because he's, he's like I don't know, know if I want to see shape. Rich Eisen in like. The same underwear that the rest of the players are in. Yeah, like the because he is forty-seven years old, yep. and no matter how good a shape you are, you're, when you're forty-seven years old, you're just not gonna look. There, yeah, there, there, like lumps in places you don't want. There, to be there, there will be folds yeah, where you don't want yeah, them. Yeah, it's it's just part of aging. It's mm-hmm. not really a, a negative. It's just something that happens, and it's not as appealing to watch in slow motion. Right. <laughs> Well, yeah. So, so congrats, congrats to John Ross. Congrats to Rich Eisen. The nice thing about uh, this whole John Ross thing, at least for John Ross, is that he's gonna probably be able to, you know, when he signs when he signs his rookie contract, he's gonna be able to buy himself as many islands as he wants. Yeah, he probably bought. I don't know what he was ranked as prospect wise before that, but that probably bought him a first round if he wasn't oh, yeah. in already. Oh yeah. That's see that's yeah, that's I, I don't thing. scout I don't know these players I don't I don't know who's a first round prospect outside mm-hmm. like Miles Garrett and that running back from LSU <laughs> Leonard Fournette I think it was I think Leonard Fournette Fournette yeah. Fournette Fournette mm-hmm. and then there's that the the receiver from Clemson and Mike Williams yeah. yeah and the Deshaun Watson from Clemson who is the only. Like, yeah. those, those are like the only, the only like surefire no knowledge first rounders that I know of. Right. I need to start my cards pretty soon. Yeah, you I? do. Yeah, you do, dude. We're 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 getting up there. We're getting close. Yeah. Here's so we're we're talking about the combine. We're talking about we're getting close to the draft. Um, there was there there has actually been a fair amount of NFL news this past week for the off season. Uh, one of one of them regarding my team. Uh, oh, it's the Bears, yeah, or no. the one that blew a twenty-five point lead in the Super Bowl. Okay, the Bears, that one, <laughs> or or the one with Northwestern at quarterback. Okay, the, well, <laughs> the the Bears one, idiot. By the by, it, three years from now, you're gonna like literally half the teams in the NFL. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you're, that's fair. You're, you're well, going well, to be a fan of. But all that's the teams. what happens. Like the the Broncos aren't my team, right? But like you, <laughs> you, you got players that you root for. You'll, right? you'll have the Bears as your main team, then you'll have the Falcons as your other main team, and, and then, then I'll have, have... <laughs> the, the, the Broncos as that other team that you like. But then you know you drove through. I, I don't know. I will say I got the Raiders. Maryland too. one, so you like the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just all, just yeah. All these, I am kind teams. of all over the place, aren't I? <laughs> oh well, it fucking happens. Anyway, um, so so the Bears, right? Uh, looking for answers at quarterback because they hate Jay Cutler, uh, and their answer is presumably going to be uh if the rumors are correct winner of the first and only kissing Susie colbert ugly bowl michael glennon i've seen a lot of reports that the bears are going hard after mike glennon like 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 he's actually worth going hard after well you know here's the thing here's the thing he he kind of is and the only reason why is because they're the quarterback market it's it is housing in San Francisco. You will pay like millions and millions of dollars for a room that you can barely fit like an oven in, an, an oven and a bed, and that's all you get. Just because there are there's very few 
people on the market right now that are talented. I would say if I were if if I were if I were the Bears, go for Colin Kaepernick. Go for someone who's better. Or or just literally tank this next year and wait for the draft. Tank the next year, get rid of John Fox. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, of course. That's that's a given, but I can understand on some like very like pen to paper way from like an economics standpoint, right? Like supply and demand, there is very little supply. So demand for Mike Glennon is necessarily high, even though he's a garbage fire. That's just what happens. Yeah. And that's that's why that's why I think it's it's very smart for the Patriots to be playing Jimmy Garoppolo very close to their chest. So that they can drive, they'll be able to drive up his value as 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 much as he was gonna get paid prior to to this off season. Like if he were if he were to just walk right after the Super Bowl win, it's gonna be exponentially more now. And it it just I I hate it I hate it because I thought the worst case scenario was we were gonna get a washed up Tony Romo. I don't know. I think I think Tony Romo is gonna end up in Houston. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I feel like he's got roots down there in Texas. He probably doesn't want to move to well, <laughs> Chicago or I don't know somewhere else, like I don't know San Francisco or something like that. Like Tony's at the end of his career, he probably wants to go into a situation where he's gonna have a chance to win. I, I, Houston makes Houston or Denver makes the most sense to me. Sure, <laughs> I. I mean, you you saw what Jerry Jones said, right? There's a there's a do right by clause in Tony Romo's agreement. It's basically like, like a no compete clause. Yeah, pretty much. Like we're not going to send you to any rivals of our team. So like he's not going to go to Washington. He's not going to go like anywhere fun or anywhere competitive. Houston would be competitive. Well, I guess yeah, but like if but Tony like Romo's rivals. Healthy, Houston like, is automatically like a like a, pretty a much better team. contender. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. I just the, the the quarterback carousel this off season is is not fun in my opinion because it's it is mostly garbage fires. There are a couple court like I really I really hope uh, Colin. Kaepernick I think this is the most interesting. This is the most interesting quarterback carousel in years because there actually are a couple players that might be decent. Like in, like in a usually, different situation. Usually it's like Mark Sanchez. And the like, but this year we got Romo, who yeah. can still play if he stays healthy. Uh, we got Cutler, who's like, oh, that's the definition right, of average. He, yeah, but he's in the gonna right have situation, to go somewhere, he might be okay. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick in the right situation might be pretty good. Uh-huh. It, like, I think yeah, this no, year's quarterback carousel is actually pretty good. That's fair. I, I, I just think that uh, so. I'm. I kind of those stories aren't getting that much attention because the story here in Chicago isn't where's Cutler gonna go. It's who's replacing him right so i was like <laughs> i was thinking he'd like go to the negative zone and we'd never have to hear about him again but that's not the way uh football works unfortunately i hope mike glennon actually does go to the bears and i hope he plays well so do i i i like mike glennon only for the fact that he's really fun to draw oh i'm sure you just draw like you can get mike your, glennon's you can one get of your, those people yeah <laughs> you can get your old copy of zoo books and and trade and do the little trace the giraffe um activity and then you got you i always got draw him with the long planet. snake neck yeah oh yeah dude you're <laughs> it's really good mike lennon and johnny manzel are are some of the the characters from the draw play comic that i appreciate 
the, the most, like the way you draw them. John Elway, of course, too, because horse, but also snake neck, Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon is amazing. I hope he always sticks around just so I can continue to draw mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be around for a while. I mean, he's lasted this long. Well, he's now going to be a starter. Yeah, he's going to be a starter somewhere. That's going to be fun. Hot commodity, Mike Glennon. Speaking of the other, uh, there's also Kirk Cousins, which that whole situation's gotten kind of strange. Yeah, I thought it was resolved. Nobody really understands what's happening Mm -hmm. with the Redskins. Mm -hmm. Like, there seems to be like a weird issue with the Redskins front office. They they extended Jay Gruden, who is the first contract extension for a coach in the Dan Snyder era. Jesus. Think about that. I, I, I couldn't believe that when I heard it. And it The first contract extension for a coach in the Dan Snyder era. That's how bad it's been outside like Joe Gibbs, who had a decent long contract when he, he was there. And he's like the only quarterback, the only coach that has brought the Redskins really to the playoffs before Gruden did. <laughs> yeah. that's. Yeah. I think that's the right response is... <sighs> I don't think Gruden's all that bad a coach, actually. Yeah, me either. Me either. No, I think I, I, I think I, he deserved I, I to be extended. I think this was actually sure. fairly smart by the Redskins. Yes, I, I agree. Uh, fucking first time for everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Here's the most disturbing and depressing news that I discovered mm-hmm. this entire week. Uh, there's some footage of the Combine and Jim Tomsula on the Redskins. He no longer has his mustache. What? No, what? What? You didn't. You didn't see. I this? didn't see. I have got to Google this right now. Hold on. Jim Tom Sula Redskins. Google yeah, like, images. look up the combine. There's like a clip of him like yelling at somebody doing cone drills, and he doesn't have his mustache, and it's it's the most frightening thing. I'm seeing him with his mustache on image search. Oh, look, mustacheless Jim Tom Sula surfaces at the combine to terrify D-line prospects. No. Oh yeah. god. This, look, this is It's gone. Oh jeez. No. Oh my fucking god. He's it's horrible. He's Hannibal Lecter now. <laughs> He looks exactly like Hannibal Lecter. He used to be Carl. He doesn't look like Carl anymore. Oh my God! I it wow. I don't like it. That's a bad, I, bad look. I really don't like it. He had he had the best mustache going outside Mark. He did. He did. And and then uh, he had a legendary mustache, and it's gone. It's gone. I mean, maybe new team, new me. You know, new new team, new Jim. But but no, we we want the. I like the old Jim. Bring back the old Jim, please, with the mustache. Jim Tom Sula, you've broken my heart. Grow it back. Grow it back. Grow it Rip back. Tom Sula stash, dude. Oh it my doesn't God. look right. He doesn't look right unless he looks like some dude who's going to eat one too many Italian meatball subs mm-hmm. and and get a heart attack. Yeah. Ugh. Like, that's him. That's who Jim Tom Sula is. Yeah. This, this, this mustacheless, clean-shaven guy yelling at d-line prospects is just it's just another meathead yeah yeah why should we care about another meathead no you had give us our tom sula back yes please what was fucking is it a body snatcher type scenario or is or oh shit or is the real jim tom sula dead oh god he's been replaced he has been replaced oh my god He's either he's either dead or he's been disappeared by Dan Snyder or or the 49ers organization. 
Oh my God! Uh, we we need to know. We need to figure out how deep this Tom Sula wormhole goes. So, maybe he so flipped to the other side of the frisbee. Uh, maybe. Oh shit! He got taken to the upside down. He got replaced with his uh uh opposite side <sighs> doppelganger. So okay. So so we're gonna need your help, listeners. If you see the real Jim Tom Sula, mustache and all, because I I I refuse to believe that that is Jim Tom Sula. Uh, tweet tweet us pictures uh hashtag find tom sula get it trending we need our we need our uh we need our big cute life hack uh slinging uh, gunny sack on his back train hopping hobo culture nfl guy back they're gonna find him down in south america like everyone assumes that's where hitler went mm mm-hmm just like they're gonna see him walking down the street, and they're like, "Oh, there's Hitler over at that cafe. Oh, there's Tom Sula there's Tom over there. Sula all the, all the great mustaches of the world go to South America to hide out." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's let's we, we got to find this guy. So 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 help us out. We'll uh, you know as as more information comes in, we'll keep you guys posted on this podcast. Uh, we'll have like a a Tom Sula tracker or something. Uh, for for sightings. If if you guys send us any, so please please send us any sightings you have mm-hmm. of Jim Tom Sula, we, we need the real the Jim real Tom Sula. Jim Tom Sula. We've we've kind of beat around the bush for a little bit, uh, kind of skirting the issue of the real big NFL news that dropped this weekend, or was it this weekend? I think it was this weekend. Yeah. Um, you can tell it's big news by how we know when it dropped. Yes, yes. Well, but the thing is, is that. When it dropped is kind of irrelevant because the conversation it started was was the more important thing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> alleged NFL player Arian Foster, who we love very former much, former NFL player, yes, for, former NFLer who who kind of to- who's never really gone, but never really there either. Arian Foster. And and you all probably know this already, but he tweeted. He went on a tweet storm uh, a few days back about how he could probably take a wolf in single combat. Uh, his arguments for were that like a wolf generally has one kind of kill move, and it's a a bite. So to like the neck. It, yeah yeah if he if he gets his teeth on you, you're you're kind of done. But Arian Foster's like, I got thumbs. I can control the wolf's neck. And if I do that, the wolf's kind of done. There's not much the wolf can do if I control his neck. Plus, I can, I've been doing my research, and wolves can't read. So uh, that's, that's a plus for, for Arian Foster there as well. My favorite part about this was it actually, like, Bleacher Report or someone uh, went to a, a zoo and got, like, a wolf expert to weigh in. And... And the wolf expert was like, you know, Aaron Foster, you're you are a very big, strong man. However, wolves, the majority of like the muscles in a wolf's body are in the neck. So you're just you're just not going to control the neck. The the wolf is going to like whip around and bite your entire jugular vein out. That's just going to what's going to happen. 
So Arian Foster, uh, as much as I would love to see Arian Foster versus Wolf, I would love to see that uh, celebrity death match thing. Also, I'm looking on TV right now. Marco Rubio's on Outside the Lines, and it makes me very unhappy. I'm sorry. I just, like, I, I had to mention that. Anyway, back to fun things, Arian Foster. So this Wolf. Arian Foster news was really bizarre mm-hmm. for me to watch because I was actually on Twitter watching him tweet these oh, things. Oh, you, you saw it So I, I saw this story happen more or less. And it was really funny because it, it was, to me, it struck me as peak uh, hashtag off-season content. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It is. I'm, it, I'm watching us? Arian Foster, like, talk about wolves, mm-hmm. like, how he could fight a wolf, like, on Twitter. And I, I was just, like, doing some work, on pre-work on a comic. Uh-huh. And I, I was just, like, checking Twitter, seeing, like, news, and or, like, checking, like, combine news and stuff like that. And I've seen Arian Foster occasionally tweet about wolves. And I'm just like, all right, yeah, Arian Foster, he's, he's a funny dude. I like it when he's on Twitter. He's a funny guy. And then I leave. I go off, like, a short hike mm-hmm. for, like, a few hours. I come back, and all of a sudden, like, it's a story on Bleacher Report. It's a story on SB Nation, SI.com. They're all talking about how Arian Foster can talk about wolves. And I'm just sitting there like, why? Because it, it, it must be so weird to be someone like Foster and just, like, have random conversations on Twitter with people about whatever you want and see major media publications pick it up as content. He has to know. He has to know. He's a very savvy dude. And and he had to also know that the time of the year at which he was tweeting something like that, that is going to become a front page story. I don't know, because it was during the Combine, and normally when the well, Combine's happening, it's Combine. Yeah, news. but, like, a lot of people don't fucking care about the Combine, right? Like, I don't care about the Combine. I think the Combine's fucking stupid. I don't, re- I don't read the Combine news. I would much rather read about ha- how Arian Foster No, but pretty much every news item in this particular time frame before free agency hits is basically all about the scouting news people. Like, yes. Like, that, that, that's what everything is catered towards after the Super Bowl. It's the scouting people. It's the, the people who are interested in the in the draft process. That that's Those are who the major audiences are at this point. So, random dude former NFL player talking about him killing wolves. I like, like that's July big news. I don't understand. I don't think it's April or March big news. Okay. So, so let's, let's rewind to last week, Dave, and see if, and see if you can kind of understand where the writers at like Deadspin, Bleacher Report, Barstool, you know, USA Sports, like for the win or whatever, are coming from. You remember when we were asking for uh, for suggestions on the podcast? Yeah, but we're not scouting people. That's true. That's very true. That's very true. But I, I don't give I, a shit about the draft. I don't give. A, I don't care who's got a nice forty. I don't <laughs> care who's got a really sweet vert. Like we needed that because we're off-topic rambler people. Yeah, who that's true. Base everything on humor, and it's not like so. This is a great story for us. Yeah, yeah. But eh, that's not where really where the uh, audience usually is at this point. I guess. I guess. I just also there's normally enough actual news during this time during of combine year during like that, pre-draft that they don't need to pick up Arian Foster having a Twitter conversation about fighting wolves. Now this this was I think though this was before Miles Garrett broke like every record and was amazing and and you know that Chris Johnson's forty yard dash record was broken as well. So. 
there wasn't that to to contend with. But no, I, I think it was actually after. Oh, it was really? I think I think Ross ran the uh, really fast for. I think this was Sunday. Okay. Where Foster talked about wolves. Huh. I I think it was Sunday, but I'm pretty sure it happened after the record breaking run. And I think it also it was basically happening during the Miles Garrett Splooge Fest. Ah, okay, okay, fair enough. I, I just I don't know. That's the kind of crumb. And Arian Foster has to know it. Whenever something like that happens, he will get covered. Specifically, Arian Foster because he is a very good Twitter follow, and sports media loves like fucking. Like, do you ever watch, like, Sports Nation, like, shows like that, or, like, The <laughs> Six? I don't watch ESPN. ESPN's gotten actually better, kind of. Um, but, like, you know, shows like Sports Nation, shows like uh, shows like The Six with Mike and Jamel, like, those fucking people love, love, love to, like, cling on to the silly shit that athletes do. It's why there was so much coverage for for that ceiling is the roof comment. Uh, that Michael Jordan made at a UNC game. The ceiling is the roof. And it was funny and, and hilarious. And sometimes you need that. I feel like if... if... Or see, I think Michael Jordan's comment was very insightful mm-hmm. if you look at it from the perspective of Frisbee Earth Theory. Because the ceiling, because the ceiling is of the, the Frisbee roof. is the roof. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. You just kind of blew my mind a little bit there. Frisbee Earth Theory. It's it's true and it's real. Listen to two episodes ago. Yeah, listen to two episodes ago. We have we have a a running we have a fucking canon now. There's an intentional sounding official canon, <laughs> which is which is cool. Someone uh someone should make a wiki or a, or a subreddit so you can post all your fan theories about frisbee earth theory and and intentional sounding in our recurring guests. Remember, it's not flat earth. No, it's frisbee, frisbee earth. earth. It's there is another side to earth. Mm-hmm. It is another dimension so to speak yep. on the opposite side. It is a dark reflection and you never want to go it's there. The underneath, the upside down yep. if you will. Yep. Stranger Things was, was trying to tell us something. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just entertainment. It was truth. It was it was truth in the form of art. Art is truth. So what what animal do you think you could take? Oh man. So so I was Let me list off some animals. Do you think you could take yeah. these animals? Okay, go for it. Do you think you could take let's let's start easy. Do you think you could take a squirrel? Oh, oh well so a squirrel will be tough. Like if you're if you're saying if you're saying like it's a gladiator style thing and like cause I'd have to catch the squirrel. The squirrel definitely wouldn't be able to to beat me. I think the instant the squirrel gets anywhere near one of the vital areas to do damage, you'd be easily able to like grab it. Yeah, I see. I, that's that's like the if thing. it gets close to your eyes, so like go for an eye gnaw, you could grab it off your face right. and then like just squeeze and just, it and punt the thing. Right. Yes. So that's that's the thing is like you'd have to you'd have to like I wouldn't be able to chase it. So the squirrel could presumably get the fight to like a stalemate if it just kept running away or never really tried to approach me but i think i think that's a win for the humans all right let's let's get a little bit bigger mm-hmm. do you think you could take hmm like a german shepherd oh a german shepherd yes yes i i think i could you'd probably get a little messed up yeah i it, like in like messed up both physically and emotionally it would be a lot of oh god it would be a lot of like kicks I would, like, try and kick it in the face a lot. No, man, I don't want to think about that anymore. Uh, I don't want to fight a German Shepherd, dude. They're cute. I love dogs. All right. All right. Some, some, I'll go back easy again. What about a nice, thick groundhog? A groundhog? Uh, yes. Yes. 
Yes, just fucking step on it. I've been playing so I've been playing whack-a-mole from a very early age. I think I think most most of us could take a, a groundhog. What animal did you think of? I was gonna say I think I could take a dingo. I think that's a like dingo. I think that is one of the only like it, it is a fast, vicious animal, and I think I could take it. I I, I would bring like a small wrong. doll to the fight so that it thinks it's a baby. It's a baby. And <laughs> while it's distracted by the baby because mm-hmm. Australian mm-hmm. stereotypes. I would take the dick. Sure. Down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So why, why don't we keep going? So um, how about how about some bigger animals that aren't necessarily that you don't really think of as dangerous? We all know hippos fucking win. Yeah, hippos hippos would wreck. Hippos you. will will wreck you in an instant. Um, what about a giraffe? Speaking of Mike Glennon, a, gir- a giraffe. Do you think you could take a giraffe? No, no. You'd have to basically shadow the colossus up to where yes. you could actually do damage. That's, see, to that's the, the thing. thing. It would be an actual shadow you'd have of to the climb colossus. Up, you'd have to climb up the thing's legs somehow, mm-hmm. and its legs are where it's gonna mess you up. Oh, that's true. That's true. It, it does have very. Its legs long are legs. where its power are gonna be. Like that, I, I don't think I could take a giraffe. Okay. I could not take a giraffe, even unless I had like a fairly decent weapon that with like a yeah like a no it's got to be hand to hand spear kind of thing like hand to hand no chance i'm not i'm not gonna be able to take it you can't you, you don't think you could like uh atat it and and like sweep the legs i think i think that a human... i don't think i'm i don't think i'm big enough to sweep a giraffe leg like giraffes they look spindly because they're tall and thin but i those, those suckers are heavy i feel like i feel like a giraffe would win that fight but I feel like it'd be closer than expected given the size differential. How about okay? So why don't we why don't we keep why don't we talk about Arian Foster now, who is you know in in peak physical form, uh, presumably. Are you kidding me? Arian Foster would tear his hamstring the instant uh, he gets into the fight. Okay, fair fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. All other things being equal, do you think he could take like, uh, like a small, vicious cat? Like not not a tiger, but like like a puma or a or a mountain lion, like an ocelot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mountain lion, I don't know. Aren't mountain lions mountain, fairly I, small? They're they're not. I they're not like tigers or anything. But I'm I'm talking not, like a four to five foot wild That's like an cat. Ocelot. Yeah, cougars are about two to three feet tall. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know if he could take a cougar. I, 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 I think I think a mountain lion, cougar, whatever you want to call it, puma. I I think that would beat a human if the if if the puma's going in there with fighting. I I think that would. But I think you might be able to take like an ocelot, like one of those smaller, sure. big cats. Sure. Yeah. I see. That's a thing. I'm I'm looking up like this is this is now this is now an animals podcast, and we learn like cool a animal cat. facts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I could probably take a bobcat. Yeah, yeah. I so 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 some of those small cats are probably fairly easy money. Uh, but but once you get to the ones that are, I I think yeah, like even even like a two foot tall wild cat that can run very fast. The issue that you're going to run into there is they're just going to run away, get in where they can, and just like keep fucking taking chunks out of you. Until you, until you're dead. Uh, they're also like, yeah. See, that's the other thing is they're they're about like as heavy as a full grown adult. Uh, they top out at 220 pounds, and that's gonna be mostly muscle since they're wild cats. Yeah, I yeah, I think I think that I think that you're 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 right on that. 
Do you, do you think... Okay, how about this? Do you think you could kill... Uh, you could beat, in combat, a pack of five geese. Five geese? Five geese. You could probably take Ooh. one. Oh, yeah, one would be no issue. Well, but, but like, yeah, I, you know, I feel like you'd, you'd get, like, scratched I'm, up. Like, I've, you'd, I've you'd be a little slapped up. slapped up goose once. Nice. I told you that story, right? Yes, geese are assholes, but you should tell it again. Geese are... Yeah, I was biking along, bike along bike trail. It was spring, so it was young gooseling season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And one of the... One of those goose that was on the side of the bike trails is like, hey, you're getting kind of close. And as soon as I sort of passed by at the tangent, it got up and started flying next to me like, ah, I'm going to attack you. But because it couldn't quite keep up with my speed, I just sort of reached out and slapped it in the face. And it kind of like tumbled to the ground like, what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. Get the and fuck I've always out been of here. Pre- I've always been kind of prepared when I walk by geese because up at RIT, there were geese everywhere during spring and they were all along my path to walk to class. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd get hissed at and kind of like threatened a bunch. And I got to the point where I was always mentally prepared that if one of them came at me, I was just going to go straight for a kick to the neck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 If it, I'd like you got as long as you get that neck. Oh, the goose! That, that goose is It's fun. dead. It's done. Go for the go for the neck. Do and and speaking of, if but five, five, five? Yeah. and the, I think I could do it, but it would probably end pretty bloody. For yeah, me. yeah. I I was I was kind of thinking thinking the same thing. That that is probably a, a tough ask. I think he could. I think he could, but it is definitely definitely a a, a tough. Because I think with, like, geese, if you land, like, one really good hit to any of them, like, if you, like, take... Because they're still birds. They still got bird bones. Mm -hmm. So if you, like, land a good solid kick to the neck or to the, like, honestly, like, the body of a goose, that goose is probably done. That goose is going to, like, limp away, like, oh, shit. Yeah, And so now you got four geese. It's going to be incapacitated. Two or three good hits, like, immediately you start. Then you're dealing with two geese, Mm -hmm. and then they they might start messing you up, and you might have to, like, focus on one and just kind of ignore the other one. You just got to – that's the thing is that while you're landing those hits, though, you got to, you got to, like, there are four geese that are currently in the process of attacking you. It's the old it's the old question of like of this is <laughs> we're getting dangerously close to going back to you know 2012 era reddit and and answering the question of uh would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck I would definitely want to fight the 100 duck-sized horses Really Yeah Giant giant duck. If that giant duck's mad at you, and it's the size of a horse, no. you're not going to do any damage to it. No. But you could probably pick them down. I will tell you little. why you are wrong. <laughs> Very specifically, you think of a horse and you're like, "What is it going to do? Is it going to fucking just gnaw on me? Is it going to John? No, it's going to try and kick me. It is right? going to try to kick you with its hind legs in the shins." A hundred of them at the same time. You will, your legs will be shattered. And then you will die very, a very slow and very painful death. With the duck, at least it's good. Like, if you're going to die. I think if you start off and you're surrounded by the ducks, then maybe. But if you, like, start on the opposite side of all the the duck horses, I think you're you're not going to be able to outrun those horses, dude. Come on. 
They're going to be no, able to get around you. I'm not going to try and outrun you. them, but I'm going to try and outmaneuver them. Okay, oh, that's they made, fair. They are horses. Yeah. Like, they're not They're not really built for quick turns. Yeah, and yeah. And humans are very good at quick turns. So as long as I don't, like, tear my ACL or anything. So basically, I, I would try and sort of, like, circle around the edges and kind of just, like, periodically kick any of them that get too close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. Also, where fairly, and I would probably do a decent amount of jumping, because that would that would take me out of the danger zone for a couple seconds, and then I could just land on a couple horses. Oh sure, just, sure. I, I would just be jumping around for a while until I could get them down to manageable numbers. That's literally, it's fucking literally fucking Legend of Zelda like Z target one, jump around a bunch to dodge the attacks, and then fucking <laughs> just whittle away. Or, I mean, you could you could. If you get lucky, you could reach down, grab one, and then just just like run back. Oh, shock like, up! Just like use the horses as weapons against the other. Oh horses. man, I never thought about that. Oh geez, you can make like horse nunchucks. I, I think if you get caught in the middle, they could definitely wear you down. But if you can keep your wits about you and stay on the outside, you could definitely war of attrition them. That's down. fair. That's fair. I, yeah, you would have to. Yeah, I mean, you would have to be in very good shape though to do that. Your your cardio would have to be top notch. I guess the 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 biggest question about this is how powerful is the hind leg of a horse that's the size of a duck? Right. I, I would assume it because if it's if it's down. enough to do because if it can substantially hurt you, then you're probably going to lose. But if it just doesn't have all that much power, like if it, I don't know, feels like a like a goose or something like going at like a like a stab or sort of. I don't know. It all depends on how hard a horse-sized duck can kick. I would assume or a, a duck-sized horse can. Kick. I would assume it. It feels somewhat similar to like you. You're you're you are hammering a nail in with a fair amount of force, and like you see, slip. I see it more of like running into the side of a table, or maybe not running, but like when you're walking along and, and you, you like you kick a table by accident. And you like accidentally like hit like a table leg, mm-hmm. and you're like, ow! Like it it hurts. And sure. it's going to continue to hurt if you keep getting kicked there. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, it doesn't do, like, that much immediate damage to you. Yeah, we'd have to do some, like, ratio and, and science fact knowledge about this. I want to get that wolf expert in here and and ask him, like, so, so, so which is a fight a human could win? A duck-sized horse battle? Or a uh, or a. I don't see a human beating a duck-sized. Horse. Right, right. I'm gonna. I'm actually. Uh, gonna... Or a horse-sized duck. A horse-sized <laughs> so duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horse-sized yeah. duck. A, a duck the size of a horse. I don't. I don't see a human really winning that battle because if that duck sure. is angry, that duck, it, it could fly. It could just lift off the ground and then land on you, peck at you. And have you seen like duck mouths? Oh, they're they're horrifying. actually really frightening. They got like they kind of got teeth and jagged edges. Like yeah, yeah. You don't you don't want to mess with that. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's those are animals that we the, think we could. Take. Yeah, yeah. I I feel once you get. Do you think you could take a monkey? I think I could take a monkey. Okay. It would have to. I don't think I could take an ape. Mm, mm. But I think I could take a monkey. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, when you get to like apes, gorillas. If I if I if I'm going against a chimp, that chimp's probably gonna mess me yeah. up. But if I'm going against like a little monkey, it'll be agile. But as long as I can, like, grab him, I could just, like, swing him around like he's Bowser or something. Be like, ah, smack against the ground. Mm-hmm. I could take a monkey. Mm-hmm. Can't take an ape. I could take a monkey. I'm now I'm now going into a, a, a deep wormhole of, of 
the horse-sized duck versus duck-sized horse and ratios and the fact that if you scale a duck up that big, it probably won't be able to support itself uh, on, yeah. its, on its legs. It's a very interesting thing. Uh, that is, that is kind of interesting. And it is, it is a very deep wormhole to go, go down that I'm going to pull myself out of because I'm currently co-hosting a podcast. Okay, I got, I got another... Another question for you. Yes. How many um, four-year-olds do you think you could go through before they wear you down? Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Yeah, this is this is another classic classic from Reddit. Um, four, if it's you versus the world of four-year-olds, how many are you taking with you? I, you know, I think I think it'd be a lot, dude. Yeah, I think, I I think it would be a lot. A lot of four-year-olds. You would you, all, all it would take is just you wouldn't really die because they get you. You'd die because you just don't have any energy anymore. Tired. It would be. It would be the the equivalent of like, you know how how tiring it is to just constantly snap necks for hours on. Or end. like even if you're just doing punches or kicks, man, you get tired. People work out doing that. You're you spend like five ten minutes just like working a punching bag, and you know if if you're working hard, you're you're out of breath and you're like, okay, I need to, I need to take a second. The issue with that is four-year-olds aren't particularly fast. So no, if you're, if you're not. given a large, they're kind of uncoordinated. If you like work, sort of backpedal a little bit, yeah. uh, some of them will fall over and cause a little pile up mm-hmm. and then you could just pick off the ones that didn't fall down. Oh, geez. I mean, well, that's the other thing is you could literally just like start hurling them. Ugh. this is, this is, this is kind of morbid now. <laughs> Um, but but the answer to to that question is is a lot, a, a fair amount, enough enough that like, enough that I would die of probably starvation, or thirst, before <laughs> yeah. before they got to me. You'd just be fatigued. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <clears throat> so. Pardon me. Um, I'm I'm wondering now. So like, what is what is the most impressive animal that you think uh, an NFL player could take down? An NFL player could take down? Yeah. Because the answer isn't wolf. Hmm. We got to go either either below wolf or some something a little bit more. I bet they could take a crocodile if they knew how. If they knew how. I. Okay, so this might be maybe a small black bear. Oh. Okay, so here's... Here's this weird thing. I saw a black bear by my in the woods by myself once when I was mm-hmm. hiking. Mm-hmm. I was hiking over by this place called Aldrich Butte, and I was basically a mile from my car, and I'm just walking down this old dirt road, and I see this big, this this black shape on the trail ahead of me next to a tree. I'm like, I don't remember seeing a big black stump on the way up here, and then it scurries up the tree, and I was just like, oh mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. that was a bear. I'm by myself. Okay, ends up I. I I got out of it fine. Obviously, I'm talking to you now, so obviously I didn't get killed by the bear. Right, right. And I went back and I did like some bear research. And honestly, I when I saw it, I thought it was like a baby bear because mm-hmm. it didn't look that big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But actually, it turns out that there are a fair amount of black bears that actually don't get as big as you think. Because I think when right. you think about bears, you're thinking grizzly bears. And grizzly bears are huge. Black bears... They can be fairly big, but they can also they can also be pretty small. Depending on the type the type of black bear you're dealing with, they can be kind of small. Yeah. So I think one of those smaller black bears, I think an NFL player could absolutely take. I I, I would agree with that. It'd have to be the right kind. Oh yeah, of bear. It would have to be a, the like like once once you get to like grizzlies, you know, brown Grizz- bears. No one no one is taking a grizzly. No. Down. 
no one is taking a way. down. No fucking way in hell is that going to happen. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. I also, I also would say that um, like a leopard, you probably you could probably take an NFL player rather could probably take a leopard. Isn't a leopard just like another one of those big cats? Just like yeah, but cooler? bigger, bigger. They're like a little bit bigger than an ocelot, I think. And we were. We were based. I don't think an NFL player could take one of the big cats. No, no. When, once it gets tigers, like lions, no. I, 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 I doubt that. I, I, I think I sort of like stop it at us. Is there any? Is there any um, carnivorous fish that you think an NFL player could take while swimming? I'm sure there are plenty of sharks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there are some that take. are small. I'm sure. Yeah, no. I'm sure, like a hammerhead shark. Absolutely. Yeah. There have been stories about and, that. When you say like carnivorous fish, do you mean like a school? No. Because oh, absolutely. I'm not talking piranhas. Like that up, would that would be individual carnivorous fish pr- could probably be handled. Oof. Yeah. Oh shit. Do you th- what about a bull? No. You, you don't think so? Because because like because no. like I would bet I would bet that there are people. If you don't have a weapon like a matador does. I think a bull would totally mess you See, up. See, mm, yeah, well, I guess, yeah, because how do you, like, kill it? You just fucking punch yeah. it? Yeah, no. you're not strong enough to take down a bull. A bull yeah. is too thick. Yeah. You're not taking down, like, it, it's not going to happen. And even if you do have a weapon, I feel like there's no way that anyone who isn't a matador it wins that fight. <laughs> no. Anyone who hasn't been trained. That's That's fair. I was just like... No, I don't think you could take down a. Bull. Yeah, maybe, maybe the a one, cow. The one thing I've always thought about is like a deer, because I think oh. a deer are more dangerous than most human yeah. beings think about because they're skittish, dumb, kind of spindly mm-hmm. things. But those things, but deer can they'll mess you gore up. you. They Big can time. gore you. Even even if it's just a doe. Yeah. Like even if you're stuck with a doe, they can still kick the shit out of yep. you. Yep. Yep. Very very strong skulls too. But I think a big NFL player. If they have the right maneuverability to avoid the back kick, I think they might be able to take down a deer. So, okay, so here, here's what we should actually do. Here is what we should actually do. And I'm going to go through. We've got kidnap an NFL player and throw him in the zoo and see what happens. Yes, yes, also that. But we've got, we've got, you know, a, a few minutes left here on this podcast. Why don't we do this? All right, let's play a little game. I'm going to go through all of the NFL teams named after animals oh shit. who wins marshawn lynch or a seahawk marshawn lynch really because keep in mind keep hmm. in mind that isn't like a peregrine falcon technically a seahawk no it's an osprey oh okay okay fair enough fair enough okay that works uh then and- which is it, it's still like a, a raptor but they're not the biggest and they're not as fast as a peregrine falcon okay Okay, fair enough. I I think that's a closer because just because flight is obviously a huge advantage, but they have to come down. They'd have to come down to Marshawn Lynch anyway to like get in. I'll buy that. Um, so so, all right, Demarius Thomas or a horse? <laughs> uh, the horse. Okay, I agree. I I, I, th- I think the Bronco beats Demarius yeah. Thomas. Now here here's a more interesting question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Luck, or basically oh. the strongest player on the Colts versus versus a, a Colt. I th- because a Colt is a small is horse. a very small horse. I think I think Andrew Luck takes that. I think Andrew Luck can can do that. I I, I think a strong linebacker or whatever on the Colts or Andrew Luck can probably take down a Colt yeah. because Colts are small. they're they're very small. They're you're on the level and and you can kind of overpass. You could probably just like pin them 
to the ground, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, Carson Wentz or an eagle? Ooh. If it's a... Ooh. Eagles? I know. Eagles would put up I know. a big deal. I know. Eagles they will, are dangerous. They got talons and hooked beaks they're, that will... They're, they're bigger than ospreys. Really fuck they, you up. They could do... Yeah. That that could be that could be. I think the eagle. I think Carson the eagle Wentz. takes that. I think the eagle does take that. Personally, I think if Carson Wentz has his football pads on, then he. Oh wins. yeah, yeah. No, these are all. This is all without pads. You're wearing a shirt, okay. like and shorts. You know, comfortable, <laughs> comfortable like stuff to move in, but does not offer any protection. Okay, so so yeah, that's fine. Um, we can keep with the birds and go for like. So let's do Julio Jones or a Falcon. I think you I run think into Julio the same take issue. I think the Falcon takes it yeah. too. All right, here's here's a, here's a good uh-huh. one: David Johnson or Cardinal? Oh, jeez! <laughs> I want to see that real bad. That that ends in a draw. That ends in a draw. And it, wait, David Johnson versus a Cardinal? No, that ends in a in a puff of red feathers. That's what. That uh, well, do you think he can hit it? I'm yeah. I'm imagining David Johnson just trying if to swing at the, the bird, bird and missing and getting really tired until he passes out. And even then, like, the, what's the worst the Cardinals going to do? Fair. Peck his eyes, That's fair. I guess. So you're you're imagining no, full no, Randy no, Johnson, the, I, I, like? Oh yeah, I I think the Cardinal gets obliterated. Cool. All right. All right. Good. Good. Um. All right. Uh, Ryan Tannehill versus a dolphin. Oh no, the dolphin. Dolphins. Dolphins are strong and dolphin. mean and fucked up, and they will fuck you up. Dolphin wins that. Oh, um, ooh, this this could be interesting. Brock Osweiler versus a Texan, like not a bull, a Texan. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Texan wins either way. Yeah. If it's a bull or someone who's angry at the Houston Texans, I think either of them could probably take Brock Osweiler. So here here is something that I I think the the reason that I um. I started this uh, was because the question I really wanted the answer to was Aaron Donald or a Ram. Because like I think Donald could. Do I it. think he could. I think that that is that is something that they run the simulation like a hundred times and it's a sixty forty. You know. I've seen Rams in real life and they can be big. I guess it depends on like the kind of Ram, but like. Your average normal like sheep ram. I think Donald could totally take. I see. Even then, I think it's I like they're fast man, and really, he gets one hit in to like the chest, and Donald as doesn't long as get you out can maneuver way. yourself to um dodge the direct impact of a strike. Yeah, right. I think you're okay. Right, but I mean that's 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 a question. That's the, right? that's that, the challenge. That's the challenge, and that's the question. Uh, we oh oh hey how about um we could we could do AJ Green and a Bengal Tiger I think that's uh, a very very unfair the tiger. fight <laughs> yeah yeah Tiger wins that we got Matthew Stafford or a lion yeah yeah and then we got Jay Cutler and a bear which is just that's all like lambs to the slaughter that's terrible that's terrible the bear the bear would attack Jay Cutler but then the bear would get measles because Jay Cutler is not that's true so so it's a um it's a it's a pyrrhic victory there for the for the bear Joe Flacco versus a raven uh I think Flacco wins that well yeah because ravens aren't ravens um scavengers don't they not scavengers they're not they're not that big Mm -hmm. like they're big birds but they're not like eagle raptor birds Mm -hmm. yeah so 
Yeah, yeah. and Blake Bortles gets absolutely eviscerated by the Jaguar because absolutely. Jaguars are people people think Jaguars are like ocelots in in my experience they lump them in with those pumas. No, no, Jaguars are very rare gigantic muscle-bound majestic beasts that could probably take down tigers and lions in my in my opinion. I think we have one more? Do we have all of them but one? The animals? Uh, I mean, Cam Newton would get beat, would get up, beat by up by a panther. Yeah, that that's not going to happen. But but we've got... So Tyrod Taylor against... Ooh, buffalo! A, a buffalo. Yeah. I think you run into the same bull problem here. Well, the thing is, is it a buffalo or is it a Just bill? a guy named Bill. <laughs> Just a guy <laughs> named Bill. <laughs> I think that I because everyone always thinks of Buffalo, but Buffalo is the name of the city. Yeah, it's not no, actually, it's the, it's the, the logo is a Buffalo. Yeah, but it's a Bill. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so yes, Tyrod Taylor could beat up most people named Bill, in 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 my opinion, except for p- perhaps Bill Goldberg, uh, wrestling legend who is going to wrestle at WrestleMania and whose match it. WWE Fastlane was really shitty, but I don't think Tyrod Taylor could take down a Buffalo. No, I but I've seen Buffalo in real life. They're big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, huge. I don't think you they're can, huge. Like they're not the most. They're not real angry animals, but they're so big that I don't think like a human being could knock one over if they ran no. full steam. Oh, and absolutely. Like, charge into the side. Yeah. You'd probably just kind of like annoy it. Uh-huh. Be like, it'd be like, Urgh. yeah. Kind of like move to the side and look at you like, what the, what, shit, what the fuck did you just do? You fucked up now. Now you have fucked up. So, okay. So teams, teams that could beat their mascot. So we got the Ravens. Uh, we got the Colts Cardinals. Yeah. We got the Cardinals. Um, and I think that's, the Rams. Julio Jones and Marshawn Lynch versus the Rams versus um, oh, it, the birds. Yeah, the Seahawks. That's, no, that's no, no. Did we, we said not the Falcons. Not the Falcons. I thought I think Julio Jones could take, take the Falcons. I think you run into the same eagle problem because Falcons and Eagles are very, very similar. Just I think Falcons are smaller than Eagles. I thought, I thought Falcons were bigger than Eagles. No, Eagles are big. Eagles are the big ones. Okay, okay. Eagles are, Eagles are the big birds. Falcons, Falcons. I think are actually pretty small raptors. Ospreys okay. are kind of small. Uh, Eagles, Eagles are big. Okay, well, I'll give that one to you then. So, so very few then teams, uh, with with players that could beat up their their team animals. Now, I really, really do want to see David Johnson punch a cardinal in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the. I think that would be the easiest. Oh, absolutely. You, you think? <laughs> There's a cardinal and funk, and just it's just a boom. poof of red feathers. Yeah, absolutely. The the whole Andrew Luck the I would want to watch the Andrew Luck uh fighting a Colt match because Andrew Luck would be crying the whole time. I think that would be very entertaining for me. Uh and I think we should make all these uh death matches happen. We they there should be a celebrity death match of of players fighting animal animal mascots. They see they always do like the blogs love to do, you know, Oh man, the Ravens are playing the uh, the Browns. How do their mascots match up? Which mascot would win? I th- I think it's a lot more fun to imagine the players going up against a team of the animal because because it's a lot more grisly. Listeners, send us animals that you think you could take. Yes, yes, or animals that you think Arian Foster or any other NFL player could take. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
And also continue to give us topics and stuff because we got, I don't know, probably seven or so good weeks worth of ranking topics yeah, that we can go probably. off with. And I think next week we're going to do NFL owners in Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. Who wins? We were supposed to do that today. And then we're 32 enter, one man mm-hmm. leaves. Who's that man? We're going to do that next week. You'll yeah. just have to keep listening, idiots. Same. Yes. Uh, you can follow me, as always, uh, Sam Grizzes on Twitter, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S. Also writing for Yard, Barker, and Thrillist, uh, my review of the Nintendo Switch just went up, and that was the first time I mentioned it on this podcast. Dave, I hope you appreciate it. I do appreciate that, especially since we talked about it before we started recording. We did. <laughs> I got it out of yeah, him. I got yeah. it out of him for you, listeners. Yeah. You can find me as Drawplay Dave. I am Drawplay Dave on Twitter, which is S A M Z E S E S E S E S E S E S E S E S E S E S Z. Okay. Drawplay Dave on Twitter. Drawplay Dave, the Drawplay comic on Facebook. Drawplay on Patreon, and of course on the Drawplay.com. We'll see you next week, everybody.